Recorded in the heart of the Ozarks, this is Front Porch Anarchast. One man's attempt to spread the ideas of freedom and liberty, one podcast at a time. Reaching out to those of you who are straddling a fence somewhere between statism and freedom. Front Porch Anarchast. Freedom starts on your own front porch. And the podcast starts now. I heartily accept the motto that government is best which governs least. Carried out, it finally amounts to this, which also I believe, that government is best which governs not at all. And you're listening to yet another episode of Front Porch Anarchast. Tonight, coming to you from the mobile studio, thought maybe that I would record just a little bonus content here. So, since it's bonus, maybe I could convince you guys to look past the road noise, and I'll try to I'll try to talk a little louder. So maybe that I can cut out some of the no- noise. I'm not really sure how well that'll work, though. Since this is just a bonus episode, I'll forego all of the advertising for the uh, t-shirt business at facebook.com slash grayuncommons and just jump right into it. I'd like to talk a little bit about racism and genderism. A couple of hot topics right now, right? No? Okay, well, yes. Uh, maybe since about, let's see, it's it's been a hot topic now, I don't maybe about 200 years. Anyway, so, so maybe I should just stay off of Facebook, but I was in a group, a food group. I'm, you know, I think I'm still in it, but I need to check that. Somebody, somebody may have kicked me out by now. So I was in this Facebook group. It's about food. You wouldn't think that there would be anything racist in there, right? I mean, it's it's a vegetarian slash vegan group, and I'm just in there to find out good places to get vegetarian food, right? Every now and then, I mean, there's always some kind of weird crap that gets posted there about saving the environment or something. Usually, I don't respond to any of that. I hardly ever respond unless there's a direct question about, hey, where can I get this? Or maybe if I see something somewhere that I think may be of interest to other people who are into non-meat foods, I'll post it in there. There was one the other night, though, I just couldn't let it slide by. They were talking about the new uh, meatless burger that's being served at wherever. I think it's at Burger King. And since they were talking about that, somebody... I'll let you in on a secret. In the vegan, in the vegan groups, uh, they're not a fan of these fake meat alternatives. There is a subset of vegans who have a problem with the Impossible Burger, in particular, saying that it tastes too much like meat, so it grosses them out. Okay, that's their preference, you know. I don't have a problem. You don't like it? That's all. I mean, 
I don't have anything to say about that. You don't like it. Okay. And there's a fairly larger group who have a problem with the Impossible Burger because it was tested at one time on rats. So they claim it's not vegan at all. We could go down that path about how if that's vegan, if that makes it not vegan, then there's probably nothing in the world that's vegan, including shoes, since at one time shoes were made out of leather. So I'm not really sure about that whole thing. There's no, there's no animal product in the Impossible Burger, so I'm not really sure why they would think it's not vegan. And there is yet another group of vegans who dislike the Impossible Burger because it has GMOs in it. So, just as a side note, everybody who who wants to uh, make fun of vegans for liking the Impossible Burger or the meat alternatives, guys, you, you're pretty much making fun of nobody because in the vegan circles, nobody likes the Impossible Burger, right? There's... I'm sure there's a lot of vegetarians that like it. And there are people who don't eat meat, who aren't even vegetarians, but just don't eat meat, who are probably going to like the Impossible Burger. I tried one one time, fried it up myself. It was great. Tasted good. And it bled everything. I mean, if you have... Somebody sticks a gun to your head and tells you you have to eat one, please eat it instead of taking the bullet to the brain because it's really not that bad and with some mustard and a tomato and an onion on it, you're not going to tell the difference. It even smells when it's frying. It even smells like the real thing. So the vegans, they don't like it. No point in making fun of them about the Impossible Burger. Burger King seems to think there's some money to be made in it, so they're frying or uh, broiling them up for people. And a lot of other people are jumping on that bandwagon. Uh, even Kellogg is coming out with their own impossible burger type thing so look for a lot more of that in the near future but that's kind of uh, all that's as a side note because evidently there's another group of vegans who also have a problem with fast food restaurants not because of the food they serve but because of who works there so in this Facebook group, somebody had posted about, it, it was an article about vegans asking Burger King employees to clean off the grill before grilling their Impossible Burger. And that would be the one reason why I will never eat a burger at Burger King. I don't care if it's the Impossible Burger or not, I'm just not going to eat it there because, I mean, I don't want, I don't want my Impossible Burger to be fried and regular hamburger grease there's an ick factor there for me so i'm not going to be eating there but you know and and if i had to eat there if somebody said yes you have to eat there i'm probably just gonna try to i don't know do they have a salad because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make any special requests at burger king right no telling what extra might end up even if they even do anything i've heard of some people who were actually served regular hamburgers instead of the Impossible Burger. And since they taste so much alike, you wouldn't really know the difference. Anyway, so the article was about vegans asking people to clean off the grills, and the person who wrote it said something like, just stop it, just stop asking them for that. And then they went, in this Facebook 
the comments to this Facebook post, they went, the people went on to talk about how that was mean to the employees and how they're already working for slave wages. And somebody said that, you know, don't go do that because the, the best way to help in the fight for animal rights is to gain the sympathy and support of the fast food worker. Now, that's all paraphrased, but that's that was the gist of it, right? Well, okay, so somebody's going to bring in this um, slave labor kind of talk and everything, and I just, you know, me being me, couldn't let it pass. So my response was, if a person feels like they're being exploited at their job, they should find a new job. And I used the word exploited in there because in one of the comments, and probably in exactly one of the comments before mine, somebody had mentioned the exploited worker, fast food worker. Well, that started a real S-storm. And one thing led to another. Next thing I know, um, I'm being called one of those guys. I'm being told that it's not so easy for some people to do that and somebody else posted a picture it was a picture of a computer screen with a checkbox and the checkbox was labeled privilege and somebody was checking the box right so after everybody had unloaded their first volley upon me you know i i just still couldn't let it go because there's a lot of a lot of people in the group and there were a lot of people who seemed to share that mindset that you know hey people are stuck with the life that they're given not with the life that they want to make and you know that really sticks in my crawl because yeah I don't even know what that word means but or if I pronounced it correctly but does everybody really think that way do people really think that that you are given a lot in life and there's nothing you can do about it you're just stuck there I don't, and I don't think it's because I'm a white male, right? I mean, I grew up not quite dirt floor poor, but I have, I've lived in some situations, and growing up, I mean, we had an outhouse for a while, like a bonafide outhouse, and I don't mean for when we went camping. I remember one summer, we took showers with a water hose, and you know, even either even further on in my life, I've lived I've lived as frugally as possible, outside of the uh, outside of the system, and and while in my corporate life, uh, when I was working in corporate America, you know, I was rubbing elbows with the big wigs, with the with you know like the biggest names. Even now, I you know I've. I've met some pretty uh, high-ranking manager types in some of the biggest, uh, some of the biggest businesses in the U.S. You can do it. Um, I've seen people, other people do it. I've seen other people who are white and male do it, and I've seen people who are not white and not male. And I've seen some some males of different races, colors, whatever you want to call it. I've seen them do very well. In fact, uh, you know, I've trained some of them, and they've went on uh, right up the ladder right past me. I really feel that um, that making, I guess having a drive to succeed is probably the biggest factor in guaranteeing success. Yeah, I'm not a success. I'm not a, not a financial success. 
I'll admit right off the bat, I don't have that drive. And I've known some people that do. I've known people that are Hispanic that have that drive. I've known people who are black that have that drive. I've known black women who have that drive. Hispanic women who have that drive. Um, you know, and gay, straight, in between. I've seen, uh, I've seen everybody succeed that every person that has that drive usually ends up succeeding. Now, they have to make some good decisions, and it's hard work. I mean, you're going to have a lot more to overcome if you have a kid when you're 16 than if you, you know, wait and start having kids after you get into uh, whatever career path that you want to be in, you know, and if you get popped with, um, if you get popped with some meth or something, yeah, you know, you're going to have a lot harder time straightening things out further down the road. I get that part. But for the most part, um, what what I'm talking about is the people who who want to make it can. And I went so far as to say in my comments that, you know, even if you've made some bad decisions, you can always choose to turn your life around starting today. Right? You're not going to be an overnight success, but you can turn your life around overnight. Right? You can just do a 180, you're back on the right path, get educated enough that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, go do it. Well, that was the wrong attitude to have in that group, evidently. Uh, it, it became so vile that I finally just had to uh, ignore it. And like I said, I haven't heard anything out of that group lately. I might ought to check that. They may have just went ahead and kicked me on out. I didn't get nasty with anybody, I don't think, but... But, you know, I'm tired of it. Um, I'm not a white pride kind of guy. I'm not a white nationalist, of course. I mean, I'm an anarchist, right? You do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. I don't care what color you are. Uh, race, religion, uh, doesn't bother me. I'm going to do my best to, uh, yeah, I'm going to judge you all right. But I'm going to judge you on what you do, when you do it, and how you do it. I, I'm not really worried about, you know, what you look like. And I'm just tired of getting labeled that way. I mean, I've actually... I, I was sitting down talking to a black guy one time, and he just flat told me he doesn't talk to white people. Yeah, we were uh, in a... Uh, I guess you would say a uh, confrontational situation that he had initiated, but... You know, then his parents show up. This was a full-grown man, by the way. His, I'm not really sure how his parents got involved in this. But his parents showed up, and I learned really quickly where where this uh, his dislike of white people came from. And it was from his parents, who I believe had immigrated here from somewhere else. Which, I don't know. If you don't like white people, I'm not really sure why you immigrate to the U.S. But, hey. Again, I don't even care that he didn't like white people right? What I care about is, had I said that to a black person, uh, the world would have ended, right? The earth would have split, it would have shattered, the moon would have broken into, uh, dragons would have came out of the crevices. It would have been uh, an apocalyptic event. But it's, you know, it's okay, because I'm a white dude. I'm not even gonna sweat it, right? Uh, okay. You know, you don't like me, I 
really could care less, dude. Uh, here's somebody that, you know, does her skin color appease you? She'll be more than happy to talk to you. And she's probably going to be a little meaner to you than I would have been. But anyway, knock yourself out, right? And I'm told in this uh, this Facebook thread that something about uh, privilege and majority and people who are in the majority, it might be easier for me since I'm, you know, I'm in the majority. Well, first they told me that my race and, and uh, sex had never even came up. And then I just pointed out those particular comments. And then so didn't even get an apology for that one. They just, that same person who said my race and sex never showed up, uh, just went on into a different tirade about my privilege and, and stuff, evidently. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the majority, as far as I can tell. And I'm not even talking about my political views. I'm talking about my, my sex and race. Okay, so let's, let's look at that. I mean, I don't have any stats right here in front of me. I'm driving the Jeep Patriot, you know, and the roads are pretty swervy. So anyway, but let's just look at it, right? Let's just say roughly half the people in the U.S. are men and half of the people in the U.S. are women, right? All right, sounds legit to me. Um, and now let's say that, I don't know, I'll just make up a number. 20% of the people in the U.S., and this, I, I mean, that's really low. 20% of the people in the U.S. are non-white. So how can I be in the majority? I'm already at 50%, right? Because I'm a man, and if it's 50-50 men and women, I can only be 50, I, I, I can only be in 50%, like, if the entire country was white, at best, there would be no majority, right? Not, I mean, not really. It's probably like 49-51 or something like that. But still, there really wouldn't be a majority. It's the same reason why politics are always Democrat-Republican and they just keep switching back and forth because one's usually 49% and the other one's 51%. But anyway, so the best I could be would be in a tie with the women, right? But then, how many non-whites are in the U.S.? It's got to at least be 20%, right? And I'm thinking probably more than that. I could be wrong, but, you know, I'm pretty sure 20% is a conservative estimate. So there is no way that I am, as a white male, am in the majority. There's just no way. Especially somebody my age. Um, you know, I... I'm somewhere in that fourth decade. You know, I'm not... This crap about me being in the majority, that's that's just nuts. It's just impossible. But that's probably a rant for another day. Um, since the point of this is racism and, um, and privilege. I'm just trying to make the point. I don't see... I don't see racism and privilege as much in the... Uh, in the white male population, as all of the non-white males would have you believe that there are. And, man, there were a bunch of people in that that just jumped all over me. And, you know, it's not really the first time that somebody, there, you know, that a comment has turned that way. It would just be nice if it stopped. Right. Because it's really getting old. So that was just the bonus content for tonight. Sorry about all the road noise. I hope I can edit some of it out. It's doubtful, though. It sounds kind of weird when I edit out the road noise. Uh, it gives it kind of a electronic sound, so that might not happen. And I'm hoping later on tonight to record a full-length episode of Front Porch Anarchast. Got a lot to talk about. 
the uh, Walmart's decision to ban open carry and to stop selling certain kinds of ammunition just uh, that came down a few days ago and really like to talk about that what what brought that on but right now I'm making it home and I'm told that there's a dog that's stuck out on the front porch of all places that needs my assistance so that he can get into his uh, enclosure for the night if you get a chance check out the um, front porch anarchist Facebook page that's all I have uh, facebook.com slash front porch anarchist and if you're interested in any decals for your car or um, or other appliances stainless steel tumblers uh, you can check out our um, gray uncommons Facebook page facebook.com slash gray uncommons and that's gray with an a and uh, you can see some of the things we can do for you there we don't print them we cut them we get them ready for you we mail them to you and then you stick them on whatever you want to it's uh, it's not really rocket surgery but we're trying to do this so that we can get um, out of the mainstream and um, back to our little cabin in the woods. So if you check that out, we'd appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this broadcast of the Front Porch Anarchist. Like and share our page or send us a message at Front Porch Anarchist on Facebook.